We are on a series. We are going through Romans. Um, if you haven't been here in a long time, that's a heads up for you. If you have been coming and you didn't realize that, I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> we've been going through a series on Romans. Um, we are uh, right now in a, in a group of um, different ones. We're last between Romans 14 and then Romans um, 15, verse 13. There's kind of, we took that section and divided it into three different messages, but the overarching theme in there is a call for mutual acceptance between strong and weak. And that's not a, when I say strong and weak there, I'm not talking about a better than, okay? This isn't a superiority or something like that, but it's talking about mature Christians with maybe those who are just stepping into the faith. It's, it's talking about those that that have a, a, a very strong foundation in Jesus versus maybe those that don't. Or maybe somebody that's being tempted in a certain area versus someone that just has a strength and, and, and that, that, that area isn't a temptation to them. And so it's broken down. We, we broke it down into three different messages. Last week was Romans 14, 1 through 12, and it was on uh, do not pass judgment on one another. How many of you guys have ever struggled with judging other people? Okay. Um, we don't want to pass judgment on one another. If we're, if we're going to be who Christ called us to be, it's not our job to go around judging and pointing our finger at other people. Today we're going to do Romans 14, 13 through 23, do not cause another to stumble. And then uh, next week will be Romans 15, 1 through 7, the example of Christ, who Christ was and the example he was. So today, Romans 14... 13 to 23, do not cause another to stumble. Now, the question to consider, the thing that I would ask that you kind of put through your head and you kind of think of this question as we read these verses and talk about them, is who are your freedoms and convictions glorifying? Everything we do, really at the end of the day, every single thing we do glorifies someone. We're either glorifying another man or woman, we're bringing glory to ourself, or we're glorifying God. Every action we do glorifies, and we want to shift to where what we do glorifies God. Now, what happens in, in the church, in our faith, is, and this was happening in the church at that time, and that's why Paul's writing this portion to the church in, um, in, in the book of Romans, is, is that what you had is you had the, the Gentiles and you had the Jews and they had different beliefs, they had different freedoms, they had different convictions, and there was a clashing taking place. Where one's saying, hey, don't go ahead, don't put that on me. God hasn't told me I can't do that. And the other one's saying, whoa, 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 you're not righteous if you're not doing this. And so there, there's a clash and that still happens today. If we all got around and got in a circle right now and did a, a tell-all of what, say, TV shows you think are okay for you to watch, there'd be a huge disagreement with the morality of what you just said. If we talked about what you think you can eat or how you spend your money or how you organize your day or whatever it is, we have a clash that takes place there. And so we got to look at, though, when we have those freedoms and we have those convictions, are they there to make us feel self-righteous, to make us feel like we're better than someone else, or are those there to glorify God? Now, Scripture, we need to be obedient to what 
is in the word. Okay, so that, that's not like a part of, ah, I know really, one of my freedoms is I really feel like God just released me from having to obey the word of God. No, that, that, that we're not talking about that, okay? We're talking about some other things that are personal for you in that way. So who are your freedoms and convictions glorifying? So here we go. We're going to read this uh, chapter 14, start with uh, 13. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Therefore, if you didn't hear last week's message, I would encourage you to go listen to it. Because this, therefore, what it's saying is based off of what was said last week, the scripture that we read last week, this is building from it. It's actually building from verses even, you know, moving prior to that. But therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Man, that's a sermon right in itself. Well, it actually was last week's. But just talking about that little line right there, because we, it's so hard, we stumble on that. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of another brother or sister. To choose that we're not going to put a stumbling block. Now, sometimes what's a stumbling block what I don't think is a stumbling block can still be a stumbling block to somebody else. So I can sit there and say, oh, I'm not putting a stumbling block because I can't, I'm not going to trip over that. Well, just because I'm not going to trip over it doesn't mean you won't. And just because you won't trip over something else doesn't mean I won't. I've used this example before, but Tamar and I get in conversations. There's times where she'll tell me that I'm not being nice. And I said, I am not being mean to you. She's like, yeah, but you're not being nice. I'm like, I am not being mean. She's like, are you trying to be nice? Then I have to think about it. Because the difference is, I think, well, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not intentionally trying to be rude to her. I'm not intentionally trying to say hurtful words to her. And so because of that, then I'm okay. What she's saying is she doesn't want me to just not intentionally try to hurt her. She wants me to intentionally try to love her. And to try to be, and be kind to her. And so it's the same thing here is looking at, it's not just about, well, I don't think I'm causing anyone to stumble, but am I intentionally trying to make sure that no one around me is stumbling based off of what I think are my freedoms or based off of what I think are my convictions? I am convinced being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person it is unclean. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. So if we go on doing this, even though it's bothering the person around us, we're now doing something for our own benefit and we're no longer laying, like, putting them ahead of us and treating them with kindness and love in that way. Do not, by your eating, destroy someone whom Christ died. Again, remembering that we're all sons and daughters, that in the kingdom of heaven, there are no grandchildren. Every single one of us is a son and daughter. Even those that aren't in the church, even those that currently aren't confessing Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they are still God's sons and daughters that he is wanting to come home. He wants to see them come home and Man, I don't want to be a stumbling block to that person coming home. Therefore, do not let what, um, what you know is good be spoken of as evil. 
How does something that is good get spoken of as evil when you and I don't handle it properly? Because then we're not representing it properly. And so what God meant for good actually ends up having a negative impact and being spoken of in a negative way because of the way we're dealing with it. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Verse 19, let us therefore make every effort. What kind of effort? Every effort. Every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. So we're focused. Again, using the example of Tamar and I, that we're not just, well, I'm not not being peaceful, and I'm not not edifying, but are we making every effort to edify one another, to encourage one another, to, are we making every effort to bring peace? Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. Verse 22. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Here's a way where we can actually get in the way of God trying to reach his sons and daughters that he's trying to bring home is we go around and we can wave our banner of what we think are our freedoms and our convictions and all of this, and the way we do it, it's not edifying. It's not drawing in. And we become a stumbling block. How many times the church has become a stumbling block where people don't even want to step foot on the property, whether here or somewhere else, because of the way that we go out and we talk about, talk about it. It becomes a stumbling block. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if they eat, because their eating is not from faith, and everything that does not come from faith is sin. So here you have these people that are going back and forth on what they can and can't do. They're not seeing eye to eye. There's self-righteousness taking place. There's judgment taking place. Paul's saying... Time out. Stop judging one another. Right off the bat, stop judging one another. Number two, just because you were given this freedom, don't go around flaunting it. Just because you were given this conviction, don't go around putting that on everybody else. Yes, we all obey the word of God. But God's, he's leading each one of us differently based off of our, our, our makeup, based off of uh, uh, our personalities and all of that. And so we want to make sure that we're, we're willing to let that down for the sake of seeing another one be edified. So again, the question to consider, who are your freedoms and convictions glorifying? So just take a minute, right where you're at. You don't have to close your eyes. You can stare up into a blinding light, whatever you need to do. And just, just think about what you personally believe are some of your convictions, things that, that maybe you think they're, you know, you could argue maybe a little bit that they're in Scripture or not in Scripture, this or that, but just the way you live. Think about your convictions or the freedoms that you believe God has given you as a son or daughter 
And, and how do you operate in those? How do you talk to others about those? How do you judge based off of those? How are you treating others based off of those? Are you willing to lay one of your freedoms down because someone else has the conviction and they're over at your house or you guys are going to go do something, they're gonna, you're going to go watch a movie? Are you, are you willing to work with people in that way? So just take a minute and think. Just say, Holy Spirit, is there something in me that you want to shine a little light on and say, you want me to tweak it a little bit in how I'm your example? Father, in this, this, in this silence and this time, we just want to, we do want to open ourselves up. Lord, we want to come before you and, Lord, that it would even be a, it wouldn't just be something that takes place during a message, but it'd be something that we do constantly where we come before you and say, Lord, search my heart, search my mind, search my motives, search my schedule. Search my finances. Search my, my speech. Search my facial expressions and my body language. Lord, we want to we wanna be your instruments. We want to be your hands and feet. And we do want to bring peace and we want to bring healing. The songs we sang today were all about who you are and what you've done for us the life that we've been given, the forgiveness we've been given. Lord, let us not just take that. We do, we need to receive it. We need to be reminded of it so we continue to receive it. But God, let us also go out and let us give it. Let us share it. Let us treat others the way you've treated us. The grace you've given us, the love you've given us. How long suffering you've been with each one of us. God, let us as a family not judge one another. Let us encourage one another and edify one another. Lord, I just thank you for everyone that came here today, what you're doing in their life. And Lord, I pray you continue to remind each one of us to lift up praises. And as we lift up praises, God, that the walls will come falling down in those circumstances of our life where we need breakthrough. In Jesus' name, amen.